Hello and welcome to Catalyst Happy Hourish with me, Anthony. And me, Darren. And uh, together we form the movement Catalyst Youth UK, but hopefully if you're listening to this, you know that already. Um, if you have any questions about anything we talk about, or if you have any ideas, want to be a guest, whatever, you can contact us at anthony at catalystyouth.org.uk, darren at catalystyouth.org.uk, or info at catalystyouth.org.uk. Um, so over the last few podcasts from the time we've started till now we've talked about books we've talked about films we've had guests we've talked about our jobs uh, and we've talked about tv and today we are going back to talk about tv we're going back in time we we are going back in time um anyone would think we have a tardis Right. We're talking about Doctor Who for anyone that hasn't worked it out. We're talking about Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, we are talking about Doctor Who um, for some reason. But I mean, it took quite a number of hours for you to think of what we were going to do because we had a massive discussion back along of kind of planning what we're going to be doing in um, this year. And we both wrote it down somewhere that we can't find it. Yeah. So we kind of forgot of all the ideas. Um, and it was near on 12 hours, was it? Or 10 hours? No, 10 hours. 10 from hours. Moment you, yeah, 10 hours. From the moment you text me going, what was we going to do? And I was like, I don't know. And then like, I think it was at 10 to 10 in the evening, you went, Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there is a reason we said Doctor Who. It's because we were having conversations with different people. And then on that same day, that it was rumoured, still not confirmed, but rumoured that Jodie Whittaker was leaving the role. Um, she is currently who plays Doctor Who. So Darren and I were discussing, oh, who would be a good Doctor? And we thought, actually, let's not have this conversation. Let's discuss it and record it. Hmm. So lucky you. Yeah, so if you um, like Doctor Who, then continue listening. If you don't like Doctor Who, thanks for listening so far, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> oh, but anyone that doesn't know Doctor Who, it is a science fiction drama programme that airs on BBC, revolving around a time traveller, a uh, time lord, basically. And it has run for many, many, many years. Darren had the exact date. I didn't want to say it because I don't want to take it away from him. <laughs> uh, the first episode appeared on BBC TV at 16 minutes past five on Saturday, the 23rd of November, 1963. And if you want to actually know, it was actually 5, 16 and 20 seconds. So it was 80 seconds later than scheduled because of the assassination of John F. Kennedy the previous day, which is a fact that I didn't know. Along with, there is currently 97 episodes you'll never ever see because the BBC in their wonderful wise wisdom needed the space for something else. Yeah. So, and I'm guessing in those days it was on proper film. Yeah. You know? So um, if you think 97 stacked film reels takes up quite a bit of space, I would have thought. Um, and yeah, so they chucked them out, I presume, or destroyed them, burnt them. I don't know what they do with their film reels. Or yeah. they could be sat in a um, somebody's garden shed somewhere with BBC written on it and they thought they'd bought it at an auction. 
So somebody could be sitting on an absolute <laughs> fortune. They could, they could. But even with 97 missing, they still did 862 episodes. And that's incredible that they are still going. And I was going to say still making original storylines, but they do reuse quite a bit sometimes. But it works because you can do that with time travel. You just put in a different period. Yeah. But I mean, one thing that bothers me, the Daleks. <laughs> How many times... Are they going to come back from total annihilation? Yeah. And I know it's time travel, and so it's going all over the place. And I think it was, it was the last, the Christmas special, wasn't it? That the Daleks came back again. Yeah. And then they were actually sitting in time themselves. So, because they had to go through it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, it's, if a child had it in their work, and the teacher said, do something different. And they handed it again, but included the same dialects in the next one and did that multiple times. The teacher's response will be, can we be a little bit more creative? <laughs> Wouldn't they? They would, they would. Uh... But I mean, I, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely, I love Doctor Who and I love the episode, even when the dialects are back. But as soon as I see them back, I'm like, oh, yeah. Same story. <laughs> they but get away with it. People still watch it. They get away with it. And uh, yeah, but we're going to talk a bit about that. Uh, it's going to be a very nerdy podcast. I'm okay with that. Darren's okay with that. Hopefully you guys are as well. So, And it also should be a shorter than usual podcast as well. because we've only got a few questions. Um, but we will see where the conversation takes us. Yeah. And we will try our best not to go off topic too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but one thing I will say for Doctor Who is... I think it's it's one of those most recognisable British programmes, surely. Uh, I think if you said to anyone about Doctor Who, they'd know it. Maybe they hadn't seen it, but they'd know it. Yeah, I think I think actually pe people would actually have seen it. I'm sure everyone's at least seen some of the Doctor Who, whether it's the old series or the newer ones, you know, because they stopped in whatever year it was. I'm trying to look. I think yeah, so they stopped in 89 and then it came back in 2005. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think most people would know. They would. They would. Um, but we, So we're going to answer some questions on that. Um, and we're going to be answering questions which will include all the years. So that is all 13 of the Doctors. I'm going to do it because I was telling Darren that I'm really happy that when it comes up at a quiz, I can list them all off. So we have William Hartnell. Patrick Troutson, John Pertwee, Tom Baker, Peter Davidson, Colin Baker, Sylvester McCoy, Paul McGann, Christopher Eccleston, David Tennant, Matt Smith, Peter Capaldi and Jodie Whittaker. I have not included John Hurt in there, but if Darren, you are reading the list, he is probably in between Paul McGann and Christopher Eccleston before you correct me, but he was only in it for the 50th special as the War Doctor. Rowan Atkinson. Oh, we're not including the blooming comic relief one that was on for about five minutes. <laughs> I've got Joanna Lumley as well. That's probably in the same comic relief one. She played Doctor Who? Yeah, anyway, the main 13 are the ones that we're really going to be talking about. That doesn't include all these weird little war ones they put in or different Doctors they've met. I mean, they had um, in the latest series, Jodie Whittaker met another version of the Doctor from the future and things like that. So, <laughs> anyway... Whoa. Yeah. So, shall we start? Yeah, let's 
go for it. Let's go straight into the one of the biggest questions that people, I guess, ask when you're talking about Doctor Who and a Doctor Who fan is, who is your favourite Doctor? But we're going to split this into three. We're going to do the favourite Doctor from the old run. We're going to do a favourite Doctor from the new run. And just our favourite Doctor overall. So one of those answers, I imagine, will be the same. <laughs> um, so, Darren, from the old run, so we're talking up till Paul McGann, who is your favourite Doctor? Peter Davison. Perfect. <laughs> Next question. Okay. <laughs> Are we just going to do it like this? No, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed watching the episodes of him in. Um, there was... I think it was because, I'm trying to think, I'm sure he was in All Creatures Great and Small. <laughs> he was quite famous at the time, wasn't he? When he was playing Doctor Who. Um, I'm trying to make sure that I'm giving you accurate information. I mean... I am Wikipedia. Wikipedia. I like that yes. you said... He was accurate. All Creatures Great and Small. Done. Like you said you're giving accurate information and they said you're using Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. So I do apologise because Wikipedia obviously is um, uh. but I mean, anybody can edit it. That's the thing with it. So you've got to take it with a pinch of salt. Mm. But the, the majority of time that I've used it, it has been spot on. Um, but yeah, I think because of the time, I mean, I, I enjoyed, I think my parents watched All Creatures Great and Small. I think I was too young to actually decide what we were allowed to watch on TV. Um, I think because of that, I think that's the reason why he's my favourite out of the old runs. But to be honest, I have not watched all of them. I've only probably watched 10 to 20 episodes of the old ones. Okay. Um, so I've still got a fair old whack to do. <laughs> and obviously 97 of them I will not see. Um, so, yeah, I think out of all of them, here's the one I would go... Okay. And, I, and that's the that's the the picture of Doctor Who. I I see him for the old series, as right. well as the very first Doctor, the old guy with the white hair, William Hartnell. If you say so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, my one from the old run would probably be Tom Baker. I think oh. that may be the most iconic look from Doctor Who: hat, scarf. Uh, but the reason he is my favourite is because when it comes to the older ones, his are the ones that I will happily watch. Anytime. Uh, he's in one of the best episodes, the Genesis of the Daleks. Um, I think that's brilliant, two-parter. Um, and it's just something, I don't know, it, it seems like the easy answer. Like, lots of people will go, oh, you just picked that one because he's the popular one, um, or he's the most recognisable. But he's also one of the best ones, so. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so. Um, there was another guy. There's, there's been 13 of them. 13 Doctors. Yeah, what's his face? Um, played William Hartnell. Yeah, uh, David. Yeah. Uh, Bradley, David Bradley. Yeah, could have been. Yeah, I mean, he come, he came to mind. I mean, very close likeness. Yeah, but he's the one that played yeah. it in Adventure in Time and Space, the thing I was saying. <laughs> but anyway, who's the favourite Doctor from the new run? So that is from 2005 onwards. Um, For me... Because it's the person that got me into watching Doctor Who. Yeah. And not personally. He didn't bring me up and say, oh, by the way, Darren, I've got to watch this. I'm, I'm playing Doctor Who now. And that's <laughs> David Tennant. Ah. And I think for that reason, I've got to say it's David Tennant has been my, you know, my favourite from the new one. Okay. Definitely. And I um, watched 
I mean, me and Sarah both sat down and watched every episode. Nice. So, um, and you may you may as well answer the next question at the same time because I imagine it will be one of the same. Who's the overall favourite Doctor? David Tennant. David Tennant. Yeah. I, I mean, I just love the way he played Doctor Who. Yeah. I just what he brought to Doctor Who, I think, has kind of stuck with a lot of actors afterwards. Yeah. From watching it, um, I mean, I can. I've got two least favourite ones, which I think we're coming on to later. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, what about you? Well, interestingly, my favourite Doctor from the new run is David Tennant, and my favourite Doctor overall is David Tennant. And um, I just, he just, when I think of the Doctor, those mannerisms, that character, and again, he is the one that I will happily chuck chuck on in the background and watch however many times. Um, I just like David Tennant as an actor, full stop, really. Yeah, if you haven't seen Staged. <laughs> it's, really, it's brilliant. Okay, so... Your least favourite Doctor, then? You've got I've got to... two. Okay. One is Paul uh, McGann. McCann. Muck. Muck. Have, have you picked two? Because when you told me you were going to pick Paul McGann, I slated you that he was only in the film. Yeah. Okay, interesting. And the second one is Christopher Eccleston. Oh, what? Didn't warm to him at all. I don't know if it's because of programmes I've watched him in. I've right. not really liked him as a character. Um, I am shocked. I, I couldn't... I don't know. I just couldn't warm to him as Doctor Who. I, yeah, it just wasn't... Yeah, not... Yeah, sorry. I mean, wow. There's probably people out there shouting, going, you know, you're an idiot, Darren. Um, but, you know, it's my opinion, so suck it up. But Fair I enough. No, I, I'm, I wasn't expecting that, though. That was a... Genuinely shocked face that you just saw there, Darren. That was <laughs> yeah, just just see. I loved yeah. it, and I feel like he should have done more. I mean, I watched them, but yeah, no, not fair enough. Me. Okay, so my least favorite is number six, Colin Baker. Mm. It just, um, I don't know if it was the fact that Colin Baker himself seems quite arrogant. But it came through in the character a bit and it was like oh he's trying too hard but to the point obviously bbc didn't like him either because he got sacked and then to regenerate they just lied sylvester mccoy on the floor face down with a wig on and that was colin baker's last episode ouch <laughs> oh. so if you watch when he regenerates if you pause it at the right time when he turns you see it's actually the next doctor dressed up as the one before okay so I was looking at um, the Doctor Who, all of them, and um, the years they ran with, and there was two. Um, I mean, Christopher Eccleston only did one year. Yeah. And obviously Paul McGann, because um, that was the film-length, feature-length, film-length? Feature-length. Feature-length episode. Um, but all of them really did do a good stint, really. Looking, they've done things... Just trying to look now, four years, seven years, two years. So, I mean, you know, um, and the, you know, our current doctor, Jodie Whittaker, um, been there since 2018. Um, and I think we would have got another season if we didn't have the um, pandemic of 2020. Yeah. Um, but then we've got that, you know, the unconfirmed report of her. Leaving. I mean, they said she's quit. I mean, quit is a really strong word. 
Yeah. I think if anything, she's probably gone. I've played it. I've done my stint. Um, I'm resigning after this series if it's actually true. Yeah. Um, so fair enough. Cool. So we've talked about doctors, but they're not the only things that keep changing throughout the series. Also, the companions. Uh, I thought you were going to say the inside of the TARDIS because that changes every time. Well, <laughs> like, you know, I'm still waiting for a decent cockpit, like Star Trek style, sofas, chill out zone. Uh, um, but I, I want to see more of the TARDIS, just saying. I, I want to, like, a virtual tour of the TARDIS. I want to see the bedrooms because hmm. they've been talked about a lot in, late, in later series. Yeah. Um, what was it? Which one was I watching? Um, I can't remember now. I think it was, I don't know what episode it was, um, but I think it was a woman walked onto the TARDIS. Oh, it was it Doctor Who, Doctor Who's, was it a girlfriend or wife in the end? Did they get married? What's her face? <laughs> I can't remember her name. River Song? Yes. Right. And um, she went straight to a compartment and got out a drink and the, doc- the doctor was like, well, where did that compartment come from? <laughs> you know, it's like little things like that. And I think, actually, the doctor has no idea all the compartments yeah. within the TARDIS anyway. Um, but it'd be really cool to see a bit more of that. It would be. It would be. Um, but yeah, but there's been loads of people going in and out of the TARDIS. I mean, <laughs> before we move away from doctors, you obviously said your favourite was Peter Davison and David Tennant. And then I said my favourite was David Tennant. And I just love the fact that if you look at their family tree, Peter Davison's daughter is Georgia, who's now married to David Tennant. And she also played the doctor's daughter in an episode with David Tennant. And it's all just a bit weird. It is when you look at it in that one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so who's your favourite companion? Uh, I mean, we did discuss this beforehand. And I said, can I just do a good cop out and just go for Um, Because there are so many that obviously the doctor's had over the years. Um, even the current episodes, um, I know if you've, I don't know if I, I'm not going to say what happened in the special in case I've <laughs> not watched it yet. I mean, I don't know if, what you've been doing if you haven't, it's been a lockdown, so you've got plenty of time. Um, but yeah, there's been so many companions that I've loved all of them. They've been really good, played it really well. Um, and I, it was a toss up between two. But um, Anthony has got the other one of mine as well. So it's kind of like, actually, well, that's fine. Then I'll go with this one and you go with the next one. So mine is Rose Tyler, played by Billy Piper. Yep. Absolutely loved it. And it was one of those when it was um, advertised saying Billy Piper is going to play the Doctor's companion. It was one of those head into hand moments of like, oh, seriously? Yeah. It's Billy Piper. <laughs> Are you well, something? Are you going to play that song so loud? Because I want to. Because I want to. It's like ah. Oh. I was like, really? Okay. Let's see how this pans out. And actually, she was really good. And yeah. then went on to play many other roles. I think that was kind of was that kind of a stepping stone into the acting world for her. Yeah. Um, I would advertise another program, but it's inappropriate for young people. <laughs> um, but that was very interesting to watch. Anyway, back to Doctor Who. What, what's, what's your companion? So just before we move away from Rose Tyler, I'm going to say when she was in it, I could not stand her. She irritated me. Rewatching them, she's brilliant. 
okay. Weird. It was strange. But when she was actually in it, I was like, oh, I can't say that. And when she left, I think I was genuinely the only person that was like, brilliant, new one, great. <laughs> Do you think it's also because she was a pop star? I mean, I'll, I'll say pop star. Can we put that in inverted commas? Um, <laughs> pop star. Yeah. Trying to make it in the acting world. A bit like when I have seen, um, was it one of Boyzone in Coronation Street? Keith Duffy was. I just found that a bit weird. Um, and it's, it's, I think it's that transition from pop star to actor. You kind yeah. of, I think you're a bit iffy. Like I, when I found out it was going to be her, it was like, you know, head in hand moment. So perhaps that kind of tainted your view of her. Maybe, maybe. But then, you know, it's just put up and shut up, really. I think it was just because she always tried to act like she knew what she was doing and just didn't listen. I think that was the issue. Anyway, uh, my one. So the other one that Darren also had in mind uh, is Donna Noble, played by Catherine Tate. Hilarious. Brilliant. And what I loved about her as a companion is I think it was the first time we finally saw a companion, like, stand up to him a bit more. It was, she was in it, like, I don't care. Um, and also would point out the stupid things, whereas the others would be like, oh, he'd say, oh, can you do this? And they'd go along with it. Whereas he'd say, can you do this? And she'd be like, are you, are you joking? <laughs> Wasn't she the first person out of all the um, companions when she walked into the TARDIS? When they say, oh, it's bigger than the outside. And she went, oh, the outside's smaller than the inside or something. Yeah. I think... like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm sure that was her. Yeah, but she she was just brilliant. She was brilliant. Yeah, and I think she brought... Because I, I was a bit worried about her as well. Being a comedian, like a, like a stand-up. And I mean, I saw her, um, obviously, her series, The Cap and Tate Show. Yeah. Kind of was a bit, you know, kind of wanted... I was a bit... One was a bit worried about her being in, in that bit and what she would bring. And yeah. in the end, it was amazing. She played the role really well. Part of me wanted to see um, Gran be the companion. I mean, it would probably be a, a late night edition of yeah. um, uh, Doctor Who. But I was trying to look out for one of her characters that she put, plays in the Cap and Tape show. But actually, it was completely different. Didn't see any. No. Um, there's, there's little bits, that because obviously that's her as a yeah. person rather than her characters that she was playing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely brilliant. And it was made better that Bernard Cribbins was her granddad and he was incredible. <laughs> um, but I have got a second one, which I thought of while we've been talking. Yeah. And I feel like it's not one that would have jumped out as a companion straight away. Okay. But that's Ga- Captain Jack Harkness, played by John Barrowman. Brilliant. As, as we're on that topic of that, um, that is my question. Okay spin-offs from um doctor who yeah there's only been a few um a couple of them have been children's shows which i think was more because of the demographic that was watching doctor who was very young people Um, but torchwood what was your opinion on that those series of torchwood loved it i did too you did absolutely gutted when they weren't making them all yeah it's brilliant um, are we the only two then? Because there must be more people out there. I don't know. It just stopped. That was the end of it. Gone, done and dusted. I thought, yeah. 
you know, I know the um the was it their base blew up in the end or something, wasn't mm. it? Um, but it could have continued. They, they, if you could bring back the Daleks, you can bring back to well, well, I know that I know that we're not trying to say too much about the New Year special, but I'm gonna say it because it doesn't really spoil the episode. But they say, where is Jack? And they said he's going to see visit Gwen. Who is the girl out of Torchwood? So could that go somewhere? Oh, is that a hint? Don't know. Maybe that was a. Oh. They, they they keep having rumours of it, it could potentially come back. Have they finally settled on it? I hope so, mm. because I absolutely love Torchwood. I thought it for a spin-off, it has been the best out of yeah. the. Uh, I think we've got four of them that they've done. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Um, well, watch that in a heartbeat. Yeah. There you go. But I think Captain Jack was just brilliant as a companion, but he didn't immediately jump to mind because he's been a companion alongside other companions. Yeah, um, he's a he's a um a, a pop in companion. Yeah, he'd pop into different episodes throughout. Yeah, the, um, the last series, last few si- since David Tennant, David Tennant series. Yeah, so since David Tennant, he's been popping in and out of them, hasn't he? Um, ever since, and I think. One of the things that always make always makes me laugh, yeah, is the doctor has a massive target. Yeah, <laughs> Captain, just got on his wrist. Yeah. It's just like a watch. Literally, <laughs> just has a. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to see. I think it was definitely. Oh no, Christopher Eccleston. Oh, was it Christopher Eccleston? Yeah, he was in the very first combat series. The Empty Child is his first first episode. Anyway, anyway, we've gone on a tangent like we said we weren't going to do. But that so, was going to be a question at the end. So because <laughs> you mentioned that, I thought I'd chuck it in there. So it's, it's, uh... Okay, so next question then is, who is your... We talked about the Doctor, we talked about the Companions, but the Doctor has come up against so many different people throughout the run. So who is your favourite villain? Darren and I talked about this beforehand, and we found out we have the same one. Well, I, I'm, it's the same one, but I'm going to add a little bit of a twist because I don't want to be the same as you. So I've got, I've got, to, I've got to run her up. Okay. So if you say yours, okay. So my favourite villain is the Master. Uh, I just think that's fantastic to have this villain who, almost every time they are in the series they are on par with the doctor they are really challenging him but if i had to pick one in particular my favorite uh, villain would be the master portrayed by john sim uh, who who did first appear in the david tennant series um he just played it so well that the episode uh, called the sound of drums where he's just dancing while he's sending these weird little drone things to earth is just great because it just shows that this guy is evil and does not care um and before we move away from john sim he is someone that i think would make an incredible doctor but he couldn't do it now uh but he would be such a good doctor yeah he's brent mcbridge yeah um, but i think he played the master so well that I think he was given the right part. Oh, he was. He Rather was. Then going, he could have gone to them. No, I'm going to hold out to be the doctor. Yeah, I think he played it really well. No, he um, did. But mine is again the master. 
but I really enjoyed uh, Missy's performance. So Michelle Gomez, yeah, as the master or the mistress. I wondered if that's where you were going to go. Um, because again, she played it so well. Yeah. Um, and I can't swear on here, but um, total psycho. You know yeah. the second word. Yeah. And um, even when the uh, what's his name? She was locked in the uh, to go nice again. It was what's his face. What are you talking about? Oh, the Doctor Who. Issa Capaldi. Yes, Issa right. Capaldi. <laughs> I was thinking Capaldi, but I couldn't think of his first name then. Um, yeah, he was trying to make her go nice or be nice again. And um, absolutely loved her in it as well. It was just brilliant. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, Missy was brilliant as a character. I mean, actually, even the master in the Jodie Whittaker series, he was really good. I can't think what his name was. But he was really good and played the character well. But for me, just whenever we talk about the master, John Sim is the standout. Uh, to the point I have, there was three episodes um, in David Tennant's second series, I think it was. Uh, there's three episodes at the end. And I have them on DVD, just those three. You could buy them as a little like master box set. Oh, the um, The master was played by... Sasha Dawan. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was brilliant. He was brilliant. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, completely. Do- Doctor Who is just, I mean, you can literally think about it now where you're getting down to the nitty gritty stuff. You're getting down to different actors and actresses that have yeah. played or are they all called actors now? They're all actors. Um, it's just one of those that there are so many good actors in Doctor Who yeah. that have been in Doctor Who. Um, and I think overall, I wouldn't say that was a complete and utter mistake to any of them. No, I so wouldn't. They all brought their own thing and it was enjoyable to watch. They One thing I will say is they have never tried to just rewrite the character back in as someone else played it. As you say, they all put their own spin on it and that's brilliant. Um, so we're coming to our last few questions. I know you've got an order written down where I said them to you, but I want to swap these two. Okay. Uh, so the next question is, do you have a standout episode? So when we, when I originally asked Darren this question, I did it as, do you have a favourite episode? But we decided, actually, rather than favourite, is there just an episode that stands out to you that you remember? There is. There's an episode that scared the bejeebies out of me. <laughs> which I never thought would happen on a Doctor Who. Very weird that it was pre-Watershed, I think, actually, these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was the Weeping Angels. Yeah. Um, not to the sense that I could not sleep that night, but it was a sense that, because I mean, I don't watch horror movies because they make me overthink. And afterwards, it just, yeah, it's just too much thinking goes on. You know, yeah. there's me... Not sticking my phone on silent. <laughs> it's all right. We'll let you off because we know you're now scared of horror films. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it was really freaky. And I was so glad when that episode finished. It was like, oh, <laughs> thank goodness. But I still watched it. I didn't like turn it off because I was so scared. Yeah. But then they keep bringing the damn blighters back again. <laughs> Every so often they just chuck it in. Um, I think it was in the, even in the Christmas special. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> they were there yeah. in prison. That's all I'm going to say about that one. I was, I was quite, um, I, yeah, oh, man. Even now, thinking about it, it's like... I wouldn't open your blind, mate. I see it. <laughs> just don't. I think it, I think because it was the way it was filmed as well. It was so that that was a very dark episode film wise. Yes. And, you know, and it was like, you know, I think the doctor said just, well, there was a voiceover. Uh, it was just like, don't blink <laughs> or don't look away. And it's like, <laughs> so anyone coming on youth camp this year or next year, depending when it goes on, let me know if you want to be involved. No, in- no, it's not happening. I mean, you know, we could do a whole theme. I tell you what, if, if we can get 2021 Lion King um, edition of camp sorted, if we get there, which um, things are looking better than they did last week from news reports, actually. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we could always do one year doing a Doctor Who camp. I mean, that would be epic. There's so many things. We could, build, we we could build a Dalek because they they come keep coming back, couldn't they? So, <laughs> mate, don't worry about Daleks. I'm building those angels, <laughs> and you'll be running the camp on your own. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, for me, my standout episode, and I'd say it probably is my favourite episode because it's one that I can watch over and over. I know I mentioned that that um, sound of drums. I think that would be up there as one of my favourite episodes. Yeah. But- that wasn't the one that I thought of. Uh, for me, it's The Girl in the Fireplace, which was episode four in David Tennant's first series. And it uh, it's in France in the 18th century with Madame de Pompadour. And it's the de Clockwork Robots, where he's chatting to her through the fire. I just love that episode. I don't know what it is about it. Uh, but yeah, it's brilliant. Oh. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I'm, to be honest, I'm trying to watch um, some Doctor Who's on and off here and there. Um, and probably I could reel off more after watching some more. Going, actually, that, that episode was really good and that one was really good. Yeah. But I think for me, the overall one that stands out, that if somebody says to me, Doctor Who, that's the one that first comes okay. into my head. It's yeah. Made a that's- big impact. That's the thing. We could talk about episodes for ages, but we're not going to. But if you want, if you want to chat to us about them, we'll happily talk to you. Yeah. So, final question. Now, this is an interesting one because there's no correct answer because none of us know. But if Jodie Whittaker was to leave her role as Doctor Who, who do you think would make a good Doctor? I have got two. I also have two, so that's okay. <laughs> um, the first one that I thought would be very comical um, would be Ramesh Raganathan. Really? Can you imagine him as Doctor Who? Yeah. He's already got that cockiness about him. And I think Doctor Who has got a sort of cockiness. And I think, actually, do you know what? I think it could work. Yeah. And I think he's got the right... Yeah, I just think it could. So, Ramesh, you got my vote. Because <laughs> um, as soon as you said, who do you think would make a really good Doctor Who? He's the first name that came into my head. Really? And I was like, I don't know if it's because I've just literally just watched a um, little video, video of him downstairs with Sarah. Probably. Um, 
and I just thought to myself, do you know what? I think he would actually. I don't think he'd ever accept it. No. Um, but I think he has got what it takes. I mean, I've watched him in a few um, as acting and a few things. He was a pub landlord in one thing I watched and yeah. a couple of other things I've seen him in. Um, um, acting wise, that is. And I thought, do you know what? Actually, he would make a really good Doctor Who. I mean, he's never one that I've <laughs> ever even thought of. But yeah, I... The thing is, that's the ones they go for. It's the ones you don't think of. Yeah. Like, nobody thought Jodie Whittaker was going to be the 13th Doctor. No. No, but she was. She did it. Okay. So who's your second, then? Um, My second... um, My laptop is... uh, About to take off. Uh, If anybody knows, um, Anthony has a second screen on his laptop, and when he uses it, it um, decides that it wants to turn into an aeroplane and fly away. And the fan inside of his laptop just beats up so much that it sounds like an aeroplane taking off. Um, Anyway, (laughs) but back to the point. Um, I I would just like to see this for for laughs, really. And that's Brian Blessed. (laughs) There is not a chance that it's going to Can you imagine him? There is not a chance. Come on. Would he make a good Doctor Who? No. I can't even imagine it. Oh. There is another one I'd quite like to see. Um, but you, you say yours now. while I just try and find the person's name. Okay. Right. Um, so I've now added a third to my list while we've been talking. <laughs> but uh, if you okay. add a third anyway, that's okay. So uh, immediately, the first one that came to my head was Andrew Scott. Uh, Andrew Scott, uh, he's been in a lot. He was the priest in Fleabag. He was Moriarty in Sherlock. Uh, Nutcase. But I feel like he'd bring so much to the role because we'd finally see like this, this dark side to the Doctor that they keep teasing, but then it never really comes to play. Whereas... I feel like Andrew Scott could bring that to the role because we've seen it as Moriarty and Sherlock with that chaotic energy he has to himself. Um, my second one is Chris Marshall. Now, he's been a favourite for a while. He was the favourite before Jodie Whittaker took over. He's the favourite again now. Um, but I think he'd be brilliant. He was in My Family. He was in Death in Paradise. He also did the... Was it the BT adverts? <laughs> was it BT? can't remember anyway i think he'd be great uh i just feel like but the more i think about it would he just be another david Tennant? that's my anyway Mm. my third one that i added to the list while we were talking richard iowadi he played moss in the it crowd uh he now presents the crystal maze he's been on big fat quiz the year he would be brilliant because he's weird. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. So who? I mean, I'm just doing the next one for a laugh, um, just to get what? your reaction. You weren't, you weren't doing Brian Blessed for a laugh. You genuinely think Brian Blessed would be a good doctor? Uh, um, Biggins. Christopher Biggins. 
Christopher Pickens as Doctor Who. Oh, Can you God. imagine? Uh, Good to say. But <laughs> let's not get into Christopher Pickens. We're not, okay. not even humouring it. Um, okay, so I've got a final question. We haven't talked about this, son. But I'm going to chuck it in there. Jodie Whittaker was the first female doctor. Who would be good if they kept that going? Female. Oh. Do you want me to start? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Tam's in Greek. Okay. Mum in Friday Night Dinner. She was in Black Books. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but immediately when I thought of this question, hers was the name that first popped into mind. Um. Okay. I think she'd be really good at it. Whether it will happen, I don't know. Um, who knows? I mean, I think it would have been nice, but I mean, she played the companion, so she could never be the doctor. And that would have been Catherine Tate. So Catherine Tate was also in mind. Uh, yeah. um, but she, I mean, obviously she, she can't because... Um, well, we say that, but it could be that she plays the Doctor because that's the face he remembers. Yeah. Remembers. Uh, another one um, that would have been good, but again, can't play the Doctor, and that was, uh, is it Maisie Williams? Yeah. Who was, um, hopefully you've watched the episodes uh, of those. <laughs> if not, then completely ruin it for you. She was given the um, tablet on her chest, which then went in and then gave her immortal life. Yes. So she could never die to bring her back to life because she died in a Viking episode. I can't remember what the one was called. Um, but she, and she was in Game of Thrones as well. She would have made a really good, for, for a female young doctor, yeah. I think she, because she played her part really well. That would have been awesome, actually. Um, but I think one that stands out for me, um, and do you ever watch... Um, oh, what's it called? TV um, show, and it was about the police investigating internal affairs police. Really big series that they've been doing. No. Anyway, what's it, the word? It's Vicky McClure. McClure. Okay. Um, it's uh, M-C-C-L-U-R-E. And I can't think... Um, I think she was in Broadchurch. Oh, her. Um, and I can't think. Uh, Line of Duty. Uh, yeah, I've watched Line of Duty. <laughs> that was it. So, and you didn't know. I couldn't think that of that. Was... <laughs> Your description of Line of Duty. The police that investigate the police like yeah. in general affairs. Yeah, but you made it sound like it was like a documentary. No, a TV show. Well, it, it could still be on a TV show if it's a documentary. <laughs> I think she would make a good Doctor Who. Yeah, she would. I've seen her in a, um, a few different things and playing different roles, and I think she would make a good one. Yeah. Um, well, there we go. I don't, know what, I don't know what the odds would be, though. I mean, if it, uh, anybody... Um, also, with all these questions, guys, um, just send us a note and let us know where you sit with all of yeah. them, what would be your favourite, least favourite, etc. Um, and let's have a get a list going of who do you think is going to be the next, next Doctor? if Jodie is actually going. Um, you know, we could have, you know, do you think it's going to be a male? And if so, 
who would you like to see play Doctor Who? And also, if you think it's going to be a female, which female would you like to see? Because there's probably actors that we've not thought of that as soon as you put them on, they will go, oh, yeah, that, that she would really be good or he would really be good. Um, but I'm I'm sticking with um, Brian Blessed and... And Christopher Biggins. Christopher Biggins. <laughs> thought you would be. I, I'm sticking with, with um, Ramesh because I think... See, I'm I'm stuck now. I think I'm going to swap my round. I think I'm going to put my top as Richard Iwadi. I'd love to see that. Okay, I I, I wouldn't mind seeing him as Doctor Who. Yeah, I mean he practically dresses like Doctor Who anyway. <laughs> so, um, and I loved him uh, in because he did Travel Man as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, love watching those programs of Travel Man. He's just just his dry sense of humour. Yeah, it's, it's just and, crazy. yeah. Um, but yeah, there we go. So we have come to the end of our Doctor Who podcast. We can hear you cheering from here. But we hope you've enjoyed it. Again, if you have any questions, you know where to contact us. If you head to our website, www.castersyouth.org.uk, you can find links to our Facebook, our Instagram, our YouTube. There's a blog on there. There's a forum on there. You can also find our old podcasts. And we now have a Spotify playlist called Catalyst Youth UK, the playlist. Just look it up. They are all songs that we have used within our groups. Um, For those of you that might want to hear a bit more of them, if you have any songs that we've used before and you can't find them on there, let us know. I'm sure we can add them on. That's Uh, it. That's it. That's it. So um, hopefully this is record time. I don't know. We'll have a look when I come to editing shortly. but thank you so much for joining us. As Anthony said, if you want to get in contact with us, you can contact us for our website or you can email us at anthony at catalystyouth.org.uk or darren at catalystyouth.org.uk or you can contact both of us at info at catalystyouth.org.uk. Uh, we try and bring out a podcast every week um, when we can find things to talk about, usually on a Friday at 2 p.m. If you, again, if you haven't listened to our podcast before, go back and have a listen to them because um, they're really good. I'm biased. So. I finished there before you hype us up too okay. much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so as always, it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from him. We'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.